All right. Hello, everyone. This is Gregory Bennett. I'm with my good buddy, uh, Nate Joy. Um, we're, we're here to talk about mindset and, and really what you can do to um, kind of improve your business, improve your life. We, we, we feel like mindset plays a big role in all that we do. Um, Nate is one of the top real estate investors um, in the DMV. Um, and um, we, we're both kind of on a journey to um, improve our businesses, take our businesses to the next level. And uh, we talk about mindset a lot. So Nate, let me, let me pose the first question to you. Um, what, what, why do you think some people are successful and others aren't? Yeah. Th thanks, Greg. Good to see you, brother. The, uh, you know, you know, it's interesting. They, they did a study and the study showed, I believe like less than 5% of people reach success in whatever given field. And I've actually had a passion to kind of study this for like over the last, uh, two decades. And what I find is, is that success is a very simple formula. Okay. You take your dreams, and then you have your mindset plus information plus habits. Okay. That's the equation for success for anybody that's ever been successful in anything. You just track it all back to that. Here's the challenge in that equation, mindset plus information plus habits. Most of us stay in the information stage. Okay. That's where probably 95% of us, lie in the equation information is the least important part of the equation the most important part of the equation is mindset so one of the things that we could talk about today is is that mindset is one of those interesting terms it's thrown around a lot things to differ from people and in this particular conversation, you know, we'll kind of talk about mindset in the sense that it's conscious mind and then subconscious mind. 95% of what we do is subconscious mind. So in order to change your results, you have to have a positive mindset. So in other words, you have to have a positive subconscious. So in answer to your question, the reason the people that are successful in that top 5%, they spend the majority of their time on the left side of the equation. Whereas the pe people who like we were maybe a few years ago, we were all in the same boat because we just don't know the information. We spend ourselves on the right side of the equation more so with the information and habits. Does that make sense? A absolutely. So, so as it relates to mindset, and there's lots of definitions of mindset, many books have been written about mindset. What does mindset really mean to you? Exactly. So in this, in this context, we're going to talk about mindset as your subconscious. 95% of what we do is subconscious. Here's, here's how the whole thing, and here's the issue. We are brought up, and it's no fault of our own, Uh, 
You you with you, you're frozen, Nate. Is it still freezing? No, I okay. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, sorry, sorry about that, guys. The uh, so basically, when when we're we, we start out as foreign folks and all day we're playing, you know, with uh, Barbie dolls. Guys are thinking about trying to be in the NBA. Then we go to school. And the first thing the teacher says, as soon as you sit in that school seat and you're looking out the window dreaming, the first thing the teacher says is pay attention, stop daydreaming. So from the time we step into school, we're taught to stop dreaming. So that's, that's the first issue. The second issue is, for the first, all the way up to we're about 18, some of us 22, some of us 25, we're in school and we're being taught to accumulate a lot of general knowledge, get tested on it, and then do nothing with that knowledge, okay? And we do this over and over for 13 to 15 years of our life. So our subconscious is being formed and basically what we're teaching ourselves is gather a lot of information and do nothing with it. So here's the, here's the trick, and this is where it gets cool. In business, it's the exact opposite. We take a little bit of information and we do a whole heck of a lot with it, okay? Those people who are successful, and you always hear comments like, why did, why did the A students end up working for the C students? And so the C students were the ones that were dreaming during classroom and the A students were the ones we're accumulating a lot of information, right? And we're storing it away and we're doing nothing with it. So in terms of real estate investing, I'll just give you an example. I am just probably like many of the people here on this podcast, right? We're tuning in to every podcast we can find. There's so much free information. I remember back when I started my real estate career, I would go to every free seminar there was. I was like one, one week, I wanted to learn about buy and hold. The next week, I wanted to learn about fix and flip. The next week, multifamily. I'm thinking I'm doing the right thing because I'm accumulating all this knowledge. All the, all the while, I'm doing nothing with the knowledge. And this is typically where we see the disconnect between people that are successful and people that aren't. It's just a matter of getting, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Because I was that C student and, and, that, and so I, I was definitely that C student. Um, I, I, um, you know, I was, as you know, I was in athletics growing up and had dreams of, you know, playing professional baseball. Uh, I was a real good football, basketball player. And so I wasn't a straight A student um, in, in high school. I did go to college on a baseball scholarship, but, um, but I did dream and I, and I did dream of, of greatness. I've always wanted to live up to my fullest potential. And I've kind of taken that attitude um, into business. I, I know a lot of people that went to high school with me like what? What is he doing? <laughs> but exactly. ironically, 
I, ironically, to your point, I, I, I have people on staff that straight A students, uh, lawyers, pe people like that, that help have helped me build my business because I am a dreamer. You've got to dream. You've got to set goals and you've got to set really, really high goals. And it, and it all goes to um, mindset. And that's how I've been able to continue to really take my business to, to the next level um, without any fear. And I think fear plays a lot into um, your own personal growth. And so when we talk about fear, Nate, we, we talk a lot about um, your past limiting beliefs. And so when, when I say that to you, your past limiting beliefs, um, different fears that you may have that's keeping you from succeeding. And I, I've had mine and we'll talk about mine. But when I say that to you, uh, what resonates with you? Yeah, so uh, a couple of things. And I just want to touch on, I, I, I think you, you hit the head on the nail when you say dreams, because dreams are what fuel your your body basically think of think of your body as a vehicle and so what happens is is that your body is a vehicle and your dreams are fuel so for many years i would fill my tank with dreams then i would drive around eventually the tank would dwindle down i would lose momentum and I would literally be back where I started. And that's what many of us do. Now, that, that's what you call like a low grade dream. You, in order to succeed, you need what's called, what I call like an RP1 dream. RP1 is actually the name of rocket fuel, okay? So now the vehicle becomes, you become a rocket ship. So to answer your question about fears, in terms of limiting beliefs, we all have them. However, if your dreams are super high, you tend to look less at the limiting fears and you tend to look more at the goal. So that's number one. Number two, what happens is the, the, the subconscious is a very interesting uh, uh, part of the body. It's really like a muscle. The problem is, is that if I told you, how do we, how do we work out your back? You're like, I need to do pull-ups. If I want to work on my chest, I do push-ups. The issue is, is that with, when we say, how do you work your mind? Many of us, number one, it's hard to work something you don't see. That's number one. And then number two, if you if you can finally figure it out, we just haven't been taught the exercises for the mind. So I just want to share this and this will help a, a few of the listeners. And if you take anything from this podcast, I think this would be it is that the mind works in a few ways. Number one, the mind does exactly what you tell it to do. OK, you. You tell your mind what you want it to do, and it will do it. That's number one. Number two, the mind works in pictures and words, okay? 
if I tell you, Greg, I say, describe your car to me. What does your car look like? I'm asking. What does your car look like, Greg? Well, it's it's uh, it's a little dirty now. I need to go to the car wash. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, you know, for me, and I don't know if that's a fair question for me because I'm really not into cars. Um, but um, it's I've, I've got a nice. But car. what does it look like? It's it's uh, it's okay. black. What color? Uh, it's black. Sleek. It's a Lexus. What is the interior? Okay, the interior leather. what color? Black leather. Okay. So the point is, as I ask you what the car looks like, you're describing with words, but more importantly, you have a picture of your car in your mind that you're literally looking at as you're telling me. And that is how our mind works in pictures and words. So those are the two things once you start understanding that. So now we move to limiting beliefs, okay? You asked, what are some of the limiting beliefs? Here's the challenge that we see. The number one limiting belief I think that we hear in the DMV area, would you say is, I talk to an investor almost every day and I say, hey, you know, I'm uh, looking for rehab deals. You know, what's going on? And the first thing they say is, man, there's no inventory. Inventory is low. Okay. Can you imagine this is what we're doing? Your brain is doing exactly what you tell it to do. You're telling your brain there is no inventory. Your brain is taking a picture of that. And in that mind, it's saying there's no inventory. So it's going to do everything in its possibility to fulfill your wish, which is not give you inventory. Now, if you just turned around and you said the market is booming, it's hot, deals are plentiful, it's easy for me to get a deal, your brain starts thinking a totally different way. So you can start seeing how, and this is just the tip of the iceberg, that words and pictures matter. And as we learn some of these strategies and techniques, it kind of, you know, it kind of changes things. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I think that you've got to start, you've got to visualize your success and you've got to, you've got to see a picture of that. I was talking to one of my real estate agents yesterday and and, and he said, um, I'm not finding a lot of deals. I know it's a hot market, but I'm not finding any deals because I'm 50 years old and people in my price range, I mean, in my, in my age group, they're not buying homes. And I, and I thought to myself, well, my, my number one agent who's uh, actually in, in, in her 60s, who made um, almost $400,000 in commissions last year, all she dealt with was people in their 50s because those are the ones that are now buying two million, in our area, $2 million houses, $1.7 million houses. Her average commission now is, I think about $15,000 per deal, but it was a contrast and mindset. The, the one that's making almost $400,000 a year 
has a mindset of, I want those older people because it puts me in a bracket where my average commission goes from 10,000 to 15,000. And then the other agent, his mindset is, well, the, you know, people in my price range, my age group, they're not buying. And so, and, and I think it really, it goes to mindset, but then it does go to, you know, what we've been talking about, lim limiting fears. And so we, we all have it. And so one thing I want to say, um, Nate, is, you know, it's really not their fault. It's not their fault that they've got the limiting fears. You talked earlier, it's kind of ingrained in how, how you were raised sometimes is, is to, um, you know, why you have those limiting fears, fear of success, fear of failure. You know, it's taken me almost two years to be on a podcast because I had a fear of not being articulate enough mm -hmm. and, and made mm -hmm. fun of, but I set a certain goal and we need to talk about this. I set a certain goal this year of in 10 years, I want to have a net worth of over a billion dollars. Like when I got out of college, the goal was to make a hundred thousand dollars a year. Um, and having a net worth of a million dollars was not even imaginable. As I moved on in my career, um, having a net worth of over a million was, you know, imaginable. And so I started to think, okay, got a net worth of a million. What's the next best thing? And it's a billion. And so I've, be, I've begun about six months ago to put together a plan. And you and I have talked about it. You have to have multiple streams of income in order to do that. So, you know, with the real estate holdings, with appreciation and equity, with growing the different businesses, you know, we've launched mortgage and title and some other things. That's how we get to a billion, but it's it's kind of all a mindset. So, so Nate, how does one get from, let's say, making five figures to six figures to seven figures? And what is that mindset? How does that mindset play a role in that? So, yeah. So here's here's the thing. And, and <laughs> you expressed it extremely well. Basically, what it comes down to is we're trying to change, okay? We're trying to change a mindset which changes a behavior. So remember, we got the conscious level, then we have the subconscious, then we have the body. And what happens, the way the information, we bring the information into our conscious awareness. Then we put it in our subconscious and that typically the challenge is is that most people start with the body okay and they try to change their physical habits yet they're not able to do that because their subconscious hasn't changed so let's take that agent for example with you know the limiting belief when we're trying to change a behavior always remember this if you're not getting the result that you want and you're trying to change a behavior, it's because the behavior is being rewarded by a lie, a limiting belief. So in this particular instance, we're trying to change, he's getting no real commissions in that 50 age group, okay? Before we can change that behavior of him getting commissions, we have to change 
change the lie or the limiting belief is what people call it in, in essence it's a lie age group people do it's interesting and and i hear it because you're saying it you spend more time thinking about what you're going to do how you're going to do it you're strategizing you're getting your mind right and then once you have that it's believe me i see Down in these seats before, and it almost sounds like voodoo. But once you get your mind right, it just magically starts happening. I can't tell you exactly how it's going to happen, but once you get your mindset, so it, it might it says deal this age group, and then miraculously his brain is going to say, yeah. There's a lot of deals in this age group and his brain is going to switch on ways to go out and find. So that's, that's the first thing about we change beliefs. Uh, the other thing that we need to do, like we talk It's breaking up again. Uh, talked Nate. about and it's specific for me. I'm sorry. No, no, you you are breaking up. You're good now. Oh, okay. Yeah. So so we're chasing uh, that next big ticket item where we really people have to understand we have all the information and all the talent currently right now to do whatever we want. We don't have an order for us to change. It's just a matter of focusing on, on your mindset. Does that make sense? A absolutely. I, I think, um, you, know, you know, they say, as a man thinketh, so is he. It's all our whole being, our whole success has to do with not, not just our mind, but how strong our mind is. Because we all go through challenges. We all, you live long enough, you're gonna go through some challenges, hurdles, but you, you know, you've gotta be strong in your, your conviction of what you want. I think you know that I've, I've had some health challenges in the past uh, with my kidneys, um, been on dialysis, had, I've had uh, kidney transplants and you know, sitting in a dialysis chair, I still had my notebook taking my notes um, doing my to-do list so that when I got out of that um, dialysis chair, I, I knew exactly what to do. And I'll, I'll never forget what I needed to do for that day, but it was all in my mind. And I knew that mm -hmm. being on dialysis when I was on dialysis wasn't going to define me. It wasn't going to be my, my legacy. And so I fought through it. You know, I was drained coming out of that dialysis chair, but this was years ago when I was still selling real estate. I still got up and, and sold real estate to the point that I remember one day I got out of dialysis chair, went home, took a shower, put a suit on and went to the awards banquet and was the number one agent in the county. But it, it all had to do um, with my mindset. And so, um, Nate, looks like you're frozen up a little bit.
or or you're praying at one, um, but he'll, he'll catch up. But um, I want I want you guys to know that m mindset rules everything. And so so Nate, when um, tell tell me what my personal problem is. Um, I've succeeded um, in business. I've got I feel like I've got the right mindset. I've got a goal. I've got a plan to really take my business to the next level. You know, I want to have a net worth or what we call it, um, my EBITDA, and that's my net, my uh, my revenues to be over a billion in 10 years. That's my goal. I struggle though, Nate, with diet and, and my weight. And I don't have that mindset, that conviction to get that straight. And so what, tell me what's going on with me and, and others. Like what you're, you're, you've got the right mindset in one area, but in another area of your, of your life, you don't. Right, right. And, and that's the fantastic thing about this formula, right? Once you learn the formula, it's applicable to every other area of your life. So let's just break that down real quick. You have a dream to be a billionaire, okay? That drives you, the dream drives you and gives you persistence. You have the mindset, information, habits. Now I know you have the habits because you walk, you work out, okay? Most of our issues when it comes to weight loss is the diet, which means that we go back to mindset. But here's the question, because unless you have an actual specific dream and you take the same principles with business and apply it to your personal life, you're never going to get it. So if I had to guess, I would say that Gregory Bennett just doesn't have the same dreams. So let's say you were, you, we all know you were a great athlete in college. What, what did you play uh, college baseball? What, what weight at? What'd you say? What weight did you play college baseball at? Probably, uh, my recollection, probably 180. And I'm, I'm two, 230 okay. now. Okay. So here's, here's the thing, is that oh, I might want to lose 10 pounds, 20 pounds. That's not going to get you out of bed. You probably have lost 10 pounds or even 20 pounds in the past, but because it was such a low level goal, it didn't mean anything to you. And so just imagine if you had that same goal in real estate, I just want to make a million dollars. You would never get to the level that you're at because it's such an easy goal. So for somebody like you, your goal needs to be, I want to get back down to my playing weight in college. I'm going to be 180 pounds. Now your dream becomes rocket fuel, okay? Now you're not a car just driving around with the tank half on empty. You actually are fueling it. So that's one thing. Here's the second thing, and, and this will probably help a lot of other people with, uh, with weight loss as well. And I, I love that uh, because it has a lot of parallels with real estate. So we know our brain does what it tells we tell it to do. We know it works in words and pictures. The other thing it does, it seeks pleasure and avoids pain. 
seeks pleasure and avoids pain. So many people look at going to the gym as painful. Many people, when you go on a diet, and we've talked about this before, many people associate diet with, I'm going to starve to death. I, it, it hurts me. Like, I don't want to be hungry. So right there, your mind, you've already told your mind that if you go on a diet, you're going to be starving. Guess what? You're going to go on the diet and it's going to do exactly, your mind's going to do exactly what you tell it. I'm going to be hungry. I'm going to be starving. So it all goes back to limiting beliefs. You probably in your mind don't believe you could get to 180 pounds. However, you should be at 180 pounds. It doesn't matter. Like there are many guys our age that are there with same weight from college. So once we remove those limiting beliefs, it's like the world. And, and it sounds so simple and it's simple in concept and it's very easy to implement. But once we learn that, so... Pleasure and pain. I'll tell you a quick little story. You know that I've been on sugar hard for like 30 years. I was a sugar addict. And the whole idea is I would go and try to cut out sugar. And I would always tell myself, the first thing I told myself is I'm a sugar addict. So right there, I'd already lost the battle. I told my mind I was a sugar addict, so I was all going to stick. The first thing I did was tell my mind that I am off of sugar. So now my mind knows, oh, okay, you don't need sugar. The second thing that I did, and if you remember back, words and pictures, okay? Right now, I, would, I used to see a piece of chocolate cake, and I would seek pleasure. Now, what I, I ended up doing was I got a video on diabetes and amputations and how sugar causes brain damage and things like that. Now, I played that over and over and have those images in my mind. So now when I look at a piece of cake, I no longer seek pleasure. I'm what? I'm avoiding pain. So we have to take bad habits that we're seeking pleasure and replace them with good habits where we're avoiding, where we're avoiding pain. Does that make sense? And I mean, it is so many little tricks of the brain that there are. And that's kind of one of the reasons why I gravitated to this. And I went into this whole thing thinking that I was going to learn the brain to make millions of dollars. And I came out of it really seeing how I just want to help more people understand how the brain works so that they can achieve their goals. And see, and, and I think that's how you really make a lot of money. And so on, on my recent journey of going from where I am to building a, um, a, a billion, billion dollar company, um, my, my goal is not the money. Um, that's just a way to keep score. But my, my goal is in my mind, how many people can I help along the way? Because in order for me to get to those kinds of numbers, I've got to help a lot of people. And the more I help, the more it's going to help me. And the more I help, the more blessings I'm going to get for myself 
So whenever anybody asks me anything, question about anything, can you spend some time and help me with this? Um, you have experience with whatever. I recommend books. I, I recently recommended a book to you. I'm, I'm like, you know, whatever I can do to help you is what I'm going to do because I know in business, number one, you've got to be able to solve problems, but at the same time, you've got to be able to help people, help your clientele, help your employees. That's how you build a business. And the more people that you help, you know, the, the more the more money you're going to make. And that's also a mindset. You can't have a mindset of greed. You can't keep it all for yourself. Who, who wants to die being the richest person in the cemetery? Like you've got to help. You've got to share. Yeah, yeah. Here's a limiting belief. And so I don't even know if I ever even shared this with you, but you obviously were on the radio for a long time, okay? And this is how the mind works. You're on the radio for a long time. Uh, I, I think it was like sell your house or I'll sell, your, I'll sell your house to give you a thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And so this is before I even knew you. I just heard you on the radio. And then I would see you in the gym gym we started working out at the same gym this is how crazy the mind worked they didn't have time to talk to little people like me so for like a year i always wanted to come up and introduce myself to you but my limiting belief was and and i think this helps a lot of people on here Self-confidence is like probably one of the number one reasons why we don't get what we want. And it's crazy because I was so nervous to come up and introduce myself because I had already told myself, I had painted a picture of the person who I thought you were because of the radio, didn't know you. And when I finally got up the courage to come introduce myself and we started. Talking. It was it was because of encounters like that where my business just took off because you, you have to surround yourself with successful people and and the less fearful you are the you know the better you know the better you'll be w one other thing that i would just say because we were asking about how can we change and if i had to do all over again i would do things a little differently in the sense that i used to be the guy that thinks i could figure everything out by myself i would go to all the free things and that was because I went to school and I was trying to get all of this general knowledge. What I've learned now is that is like irreplaceable. You have to get a coach in your life. And I'll tell you why. There's so much free information out here and the stuff that coaches teach 
are the is the exact same information that you'll get that's free. Here's the challenge. We never use the information that we get for free. There's an old saying, you pay attention when you, you pay. And so what I've seen is the more I've invested in myself, like I actually just got a mindset coach not too long ago, big shout out to Stan Richards. Um, and, and what I saw was, is that when you get somebody who is coaching you, you know what happens? They see things, what happens is they see limiting beliefs that you say that you can't hear. And so that's why coaching, it's, it's not so much the information that you're buying, it's the, it's the coaching and people seeing the limiting beliefs and, you know, I look up to you as one of my mentors. And one of the big things that I learned from you is you got to take action. And I think you always tell me this all the time. It doesn't matter. You just got to start because whatever you do in the beginning, it's not going to be that good anyway. You just got to work through it, but you got to take action. So Absolutely. I think those two things um, that we talk about. I mean, that will propel people too. So that's, that would be my other piece of advice. Yeah. I mean, I, I, who are I have some of your coaches, Greg? So I, I, I have a coach now. I've had coaches all along the way, um, all throughout my journey, depending on what I'm focusing um, in on at the time. Um, I'm a big advocate now on um, internet businesses, as you know. Um, I don't like to get into business where I have a lot of inventory, have to deal with inventory, um, a lot of expenses in that way. So I, I, I believe in um, internet businesses, information marketing businesses. And so I have a coach for that, this, this uh, lady named uh, Mariah Cause. And so I, I pay, I, I pay her $1,000 a month to coach me with my internet business. That's one of my streams of income where I teach real estate investing um, education. But I've had coaches, you know, for different aspects of, of my career all along the way. I, I've had role models. Um, There's this, um, one of my first role models in business when I was a real estate agent was this agent named Craig Proctor, who over 20 years ago was making a million dollars a year um, in commissions. He's a, he was an agent at that time um, out of Canada so when I first got into the business, I said, I want to be like him. So not only did I follow him, he actually had information products that I actually purchased. Um, one of the things that he said, though, um, in his product was um, he read this book called The E-Myth. He said, I, I read The E-Myth. It changed my life. So I read The E-Myth. And it did change my life. It, it made me a better business person. So one, one other thing that I want to mention, and I know you, you know I'm big on reading, is whenever somebody refers a book to me and they say, you should read this book without hesitation, Nate, I read it. I, I read the book. I was telling you the other day, you referred a book to me. You don't even remember referring it to me. Um, Craig, Craig, uh, Ken, Ken um, McElroy, um, 
who's a guru on um, buying multifamily. And I read that book from cover to cover and it had a lasting impact on me. And so I think um, surrounding yourself, I mean, it's an old cliche, but surrounding yourself with like-minded people, um, paying for coaching, um, you know, when, when, you, when you're paying money, you pay attention. And I've had so many people come to me. I've been coaching now um, real estate investors for, I don't know, four or five years now. Um, and so many people have come to me and say, I, I, I want to get it free. Can you hook me up? Can you give, give it to me free? I gave it to them free. And guess what, Nate? A hundred percent of the time, they didn't do it. I want to cuss right now, but they didn't do a thing. <laughs> A hundred percent of the time, but those that are paying, they're paying attention and they're accountable because they've got skin in the game. And so you've got to, you've got to have skin in the game um, in order to be successful, but you do have to be around people that are going to elevate you and elevate that mind. And the the mind is just something else. So, so Nate, um, go, go ahead, Nate. No, I was going to say just to just to piggyback and just to explain a little bit why people that pay for something end up doing something with it. And it all has to do with the mind, because I I take you on as my coach. I I I immediately give you. So your mind sees that as a painful event. I'm giving money and I haven't received anything. So remember what I said, we seek pleasure to somebody. Now your mind goes into the mode. I have to seek pleasure. I have to make sure I make something I would have to get rid of of the pain. So it's just, it's fascinating when when things go, you know, kind of go down. One one thing I would uh, just, one other thing I would say real quick about reading is, and I, I found this very fascinating, is once again, you're in a little different situation because you're a coach. So you need to breed a broad spectrum of things to help your, but for other people that are on the podcast, we really don't want to read a lot of books. And it sounds counterintuitive and people are like, oh, you just need a specific amount of information. So you told me this the other day, the book that you, uh, you know, the, uh, the book that you suggested that I read, um, the expert, and you, you said I read it a thousand times. That's what successful people do. They don't go out and read a thousand books one time. They take one book, read it a thousand times, and make millions and millions of dollars off of that one concept. Does that make sense? So. Um, we are looking, it's called specific information, and that's how our brain works. So a lot of general information. We want very little specific information 
take that information, that specific information and change your personal life or take that specific information and change your spiritual life. It works in all aspects. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess the, the, the bottom line is that we've got to change our mindset and we've got to get rid of all the limiting beliefs. We've got to set really big goals for ourselves and do our best. And so here's what I want to tell everybody listening. Your best is good enough. Like there's going to be people that are going to do better than you. There's going to be people that do worse than you. All you can do is your best. You want to live up to your fullest potential in all aspects of your life, but do your best, be your best, and your best is good enough. And so I, I just want you to know that sometimes we challenge ourselves, we beat ourselves up on we're not good enough. As long as you know in your heart of hearts that you're doing all that you can, then that's good enough. I, I tell my agents all the time and my investors, like one of, the, one of the things that I'm big on now is internet, social media, building a following, building a tribe. Um, I'm real big on that. Like now I'm trying to get, you know, more and more Instagram followers because I know that number one, so my, my goals are to have 100,000 people in my email marketing database. And then, I mean, 100,000 people in my email marketing database and then have 100,000 followers. I told my agents this um, a couple nights ago. That's my personal goal. Because here's here's what I know. And this is what, what, what was has been told to me, that you get that kind of following, that kind of tribe following you, sky's the limit for you. You never ever have to pay for marketing again. All you're doing is marketing to your captive audience, to your current clientele, that's how you build a business. And so when I tell my agents that, told them that the other day, part of that is the podcast for me to get the following. Uh, only got one call the, the next morning saying, hey, I started my podcast. Like you can give the information, but getting people, Nate, to actually take action is the hard part because there's something in their mind, something in their brain that tells them that either it's hard or they can't do it. And I'm just the type of person, if you tell me to do something and you've had proven success with it, because I'm not, never ever anything that I've ever done that I've created myself. I've never ever tried to reinvent the wheel. The, the wheel for everything that I'm doing or have done has been invented. Like I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel. I'm trying to go with proven strategies for my success. One of the proven strategies is get that following and then you're marketing to them every day, every other day, all day long, referral based business. That's how you grow a business. And then when you grow the business and monetize that following, you're scaling your business. But what you're ultimately doing, and I told you this the other day, I said, Nate, I looked at you and said, Nate, what you're embarking on, that's your retirement plan. Like you're good. That's your retirement plan. And it is like selling the mindset, books and, and podcasts and online courses and coaching programs, eBooks, books, all of that is it's a whole business. And it's all digital. It's all virtual. 
and that's in my opinion that's the best business to, to you know to really be in but it's all like you've got to seek that information not to get information overload because sometimes we get too much information but get enough information in small bits and then take action on it and, and stay in action moving forward because we all know if a business is not growing it's dying and we want our businesses to grow and that's how you reach that's how you reach the next level and so um kind of include and in conclusion nate what what's some advice would you give uh the people listening so uh, a couple of things like you said you have to dream big number one you have to dream big because that's going to be the fuel to get you to the next the next thing you have to realize and understand is that, and it's a quote by a guy named Steve Bo, God has given us more talent and ability than we'll ever use in a lifetime. Our gift to God is to try to use as much of that talent and ability in this lifetime. So believe in yourself, you can do it. I, I recommend people go out, get a coach, get specific information. We don't want general knowledge. Whatever your interest may lie, we want specific information. Um, you know, as a result of myself getting into, uh, you know, getting into uh, this mindset, I've actually created a course. Uh, that can help people. It takes them all the way from their dreams, you know, all the way through to their success. We just kind of touched on a few points of how to change the mindset. But my recommendation is focus on anything you can learn about the subconscious, because once you can conquer the subconscious, the world is your oyster. You're going to be able to do anything and everything that you want. I, I just a couple of years ago, I, I was just in real estate investing. I never could have imagined in a million years that I would be creating courses that would be helping to change other people's lives. I never in a million years thought that. But once I was able to get you know, into the subconscious and really understand it. And uh, I don't know if, you know, before we leave, we could put the chat if people, you know, want to get in touch with me. It's uh, dreamlevelliving at gmail.com. Dream level, L E V E L, living at gmail.com. Feel free, drop me a line if you're interested in learning more about it. I'm always here, like you, Greg, to try to help. So, so much more if we work together. Absolutely. And and so, so what I want to say is um, when you change your mindset, you guys, um, you, you'll change your life. Your, your life just changes. Um, don't try to do it by yourself. Um, seek the information from people like Nate. Get a coach. Um, so here's what coaching does. Again, it just it minimizes 
your mistakes, but also it helps you get to coaches help you get to your goals a lot faster. You should be spending all your disposable income on products and services that's going to help you grow your life. And if you have a business, grow your business. And and if people like Nate, and I'm so happy, Nate, to have you here today. And and I'm so happy because, you know, we talk about branding. When I think of Nate Joy, I think of, um, you know, like one of the number one flippers in, in our area. But now you're kind of rebranding yourself as one that's kind of an expert on mindset. And, you know, I, I just think that's wonderful. I don't know what your end goal is, but um, you're, you're on your way. And the beauty of it all for me, looking at you is, I know you have two sons, is you're, you're leaving a, a, a legacy um, for them, not just with your real estate holdings, but then, but also a business that they can actually, that you can train them and they can actually take over. Um, they, they, they say that generational wealth only lasts um, three or four generations. And then after the third or fourth or fifth generation, um, all the money is squandered. And so I, I like seeing you um, training your children and hopefully they train their children so that the wealth stays within the family and is not squandered um, you know, in the coming generations. I think that that's just so important, especially in the black community because it's all education but at the same time, it's just, you know, it's really all mindset. And so you've got to have that right, that right mindset. And it starts with this generation. Like none of us, none of us came from money, but we're trying to do the best we can to, you know, to, to really build generational wealth. And, and, and that takes sacrifice. Um, a lot of people don't understand that. That takes sacrifice. If you guys knew the kind of, um, you know, the kind of cars and things like that, that, that we drive, you would you would think that we're you know not as successful, but that doesn't it doesn't matter to us. They're not non um, appreciating assets. Um, we don't make our money to to spend on non revenue generating things or activities. We take our money and reinvest it back into our business or revenue generating things that's going to make us more money, and that's what's so important. Um, that's what's so important. You, I got that from reading. So you guys know what it takes. You've got to know what it takes to be successful. You've got to do what it takes to be successful and never give up. Never give up on yourself. Focus, focus, focus. Um, all the limiting beliefs that are keeping you from being successful, you've got to do whatever you can to overcome those things and those things are perceived to be hard, but they're really not. Like I've, I've got some limiting beliefs that I have to overcome or that that net worth um, or me being able to sell my businesses in 10 years will never, ever happen unless I get over those limiting beliefs. So look, you guys, um, I don't see any questions here. A lot of great comments. I appreciate the comments. If you guys have any questions, you can ask. Um, let me, um, so you know how to get a hold of Nate. Let me put my Instagram, um, Greg Bennett invest uh, on my Instagram, Greg Bennett invest, follow me. We'll be giving you some more, 
um, as the weeks go on, just started this podcast. So excited to to be able to help others. And, and hopefully there's a nugget or two that you guys were able to um, take away from this. Um, again, Nate, um, I'd like to thank you for spending your time with me uh, on a Wednesday. Um, and, you know, whatever, whatever I can do for you, Nate, um, in the future, uh, just let me know. And I'm, I'm there. I'm, I'm happy to help. Okay. All right, you guys. Um, have a great day, great week, and we'll talk to you soon. Keep Take sending care. deals. What'd you say, Nate? <laughs>